Yo, coming in hot on Wednesday, August 23rd. We were in dealerships all day yesterday, so we're feeling all pumped up and excited. But today we got to talk about VinFast popping again, EV to solve affordability and going to the mall. I went to the mall so much when I was a kid. You almost sound depressed. You almost sounded depressed when you said that. Yeah, like going to the mall. That's just that's just a result of you know what we do when we roll heavy for a day and like getting home at like one a.m. Yes. and waking oh. up and get it's all good. It's all it's good. all good. Wednesdays, whenever we go and do these one day trips, sometimes it's crazy, right? You wake up at four a.m. You get home it's at one a.m., which is the next day if you're doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> like what happened to me? Carry the one. That's twenty-one hour day. We're good with this. We're good with this. No, I actually am a big fan of the mall. I'm a big no, fan of the mall. I, I I think it's great. I mean, I typically will hit the mall like once a once a year. <laughs> and when I do, I realize I don't need to go here for another year. Right? Absolutely. It's like absolutely. the way I eat at Ponderosa. That's like every eight years. You forget. Wait, there's. Ponderosa still exists. I don't know. It if it's gone out. He's in the like last it was within years, the last eight years. It's gone. <laughs> I don't know. Back in 2015 was probably the last time I was you're like, there. Or like Golden Corral. You're like this is going to be a great idea. You get to the end of it, you're like this is a terrible what idea. What was I thinking? You know? I've never been to a Golden Corral. I guess oh, it's actually better than a Ponderosa. Like it's okay. You know, <laughs> it's okay. as long as you don't worry about all the depressed looking people. Eating oh, too much that food is that is a, a study in anthropology. So, um, <laughs> so. Let's talk, let's talk about studying things. Today we have uh, our next Asodu Edge webinar coming up. Things every dealer should know, or things everything everything dealers should do now that GA4 is live. And this is with Corey Wright and Scott Blaisdell uh, and Steve Lorries. All the people yes. are there with call review and relevant dealer. These have been so much fun. They've been very fast paced. If you haven't experienced the 20 to 30 minute webinar format, you'll love it. You You'll love it. I enjoy it. So do you I. know, I enjoy it. It's, it's fun. We get in, we get out. We show. like, we know you get a little education. You can go back, rewind, understand exactly what to do. I, I've already gotten a glimpse at the deck. It's like practical, tactical, these things, ta, 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 exactly what to do in your GA4 account to make sure everything's all connected up. Which is what you want in a webinar. Yes, right. Absolutely. But you want the webinar? Hey, we want to say good morning look, to everybody on the live stream. People just showed up. Tony Lucas, the in. family, Adrian. Good morning, Ed Roberts, Olivia. What's up, Brian? Uh, oh Jim my Elliott. goodness, Olivia Lane. What? Never seen her on the morning pod. Let's go. <laughs> got everybody this morning. Oh yeah, thanks for joining us here. Um, yeah, it's the more the merrier. But if you want to go to the webinar, you can still register. Just go to asotu.com. Scroll down just a little bit. Do it right now. Click register yeah. and uh, check out the webinar. If you can't watch it live, you can watch it a little later. Um, but we think you'll really like the format. And like Kyle said, like we're trying to bring you quick value, actionable things, uh, which is really what everybody wants in a webinar. Like no droniness, right? You know, no. you know the one hour webinar drone where like 38 minutes in, you realize like, oh, people are talking. Oh, there's a webinar going on, right? None of that. None of Absolutely. that. Uh, what else we have? Obviously, a SodaCon. Well, we added the hotel is the main hotel is almost booked out. So if you want to be in the main hotel, do not miss it. Get you it. can go. You can go to get your hotel first, and then come back and get your ticket if you need to. Uh, <laughs> but you're gonna want to be in the main hotel if you come into a SodaCon. Absolutely. Yes, SodaCon.com. You can still get tickets $100 off until September 1. Um, we got some new groups coming. A uh, Sioka group has been added. That's like another 49 rooftops and. Uh, uh, Yaz, their service director for the entire group is going to be with us. And he is oh, just one of the most practical uh, people. I, I can't wait for people like 
Yaz and like Ed Roberts to meet at a SodaCon. That's what yes. gets me so excited. Y'all gonna yeah. love each other. Got the little bit. Some of the first SodaCon swag came in. This is a love people more than you love cars Ooh. pen. So we got lots of thing. we got stuff going on. We're gonna auction a custom guitar. It's gonna be dope for vehicles for chain and auction. We've been conceptualizing what that's gonna look like. It's gonna be great. We got the swag is like the soccer scarf, which is so great. Custom shoelaces, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. But don't forget, we're there to work, and you're gonna go home from this with a lot of practical relationships and information and steps to do when you get back to your store with data and with fixed ops and with recruiting and sales and BDC. Like, look at the speaker list. You'll realize that this is the event that you want to be at if you can only go to one. All right, we got to talk about some news at some point today. Here's the thing. Here it comes. <laughs> this is wild. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All right, so just when you thought, just when you thought, the valuation roller coaster couldn't get any more wild. VinFast shares stunned the market yesterday more than doubling. They doubled yesterday uh, since their Wall Street uh, debut. The spike comes on the heels of an announcement that Reuters made about South Korea's Star Group Industrial and their plan to uh, build a Vietnamese factory for these things. So like obviously everybody all excited. It got introduced to the market last week at $22 a share. The price actually reached $46.98, which I believe pushed the value over $100 billion <laughs> yesterday. And it closed at $36.72, which uh, brought it back down to $95 billion, which is still more than every major automaker um, on the exchange. Uh, here's another, here's a key element. It got featured on a, a stock, like kind of website, Twitter feed called Stock Twits. Um, basically this is where retail investors or individual investors kind of go for like the, like, Hey, let's make some money on these trending stocks. It's kind of where meme stocks are, are born and die. And so it hit stock to its trending list, which means a lot of retail investor money poured in, which makes right. the stock individual investors yeah have nothing yep. to do with the actual value of the company at that point. Oh, it's unbelievable. The way that that like spike hit midday, it's just ridiculous. What's going on. It's still, Lots to be determined here with VinFast. Like, the markets are about to open. We'll see what yeah. happens. We'll see what happens. What about VinFast we'll in general? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had the conversation on the Wheelhouse, and if you haven't checked out the Wheelhouse podcast, oh, you've got to so check good. it out. The so video funny. version's on YouTube. You can search it on asotu.be or, or grab it on any podcast, but it's called the Wheelhouse. But we were talking about, like, whether or not dealers are going to be ready to play ball and want to be uh, want to be in their dealer network, how they're going to get distribution. They've only got 3,000 in the U.S. at this point, so it's not like they've got this massive track record. So the valuation is just purely a voting machine at this point. It's incredible. Without a doubt. So uh, I don't know. I'm interested because, you know, they're talking about are they going to add dealerships or thinking about that. I think VinMass, VinFast could be kind of the dark horse that entered the race, embraces the franchise dealership model and network and could actually, I think, catapult past some of these other ones. I, I think I think they could I think they can do it. I don't know. I get that. Would, I would take a long shot on that. I would there take a go. long shot, especially That's if okay. I will say this. If they embrace the franchise dealer network like they've been talking about, I'm betting on them. Uh, over other people on all day, all every day, day because day. Uh, we know a little thing or two about how dealers operate and how there they get go. how they get into something. Uh, speaking of uh, surprises, I guess. Surprise. Surprise me. Top story in automotive news this morning. A new study reveals a potentially surprising hero in the affordability challenge, EV leasing. 
So mm -hmm. uh, compared to traditional via, or sorry, new research from Energy Innovation uh, shows drivers can save over $400 a month compared to buying or leasing a traditional vehicle thanks to government incentives and reduce fueling and maintenance costs. So this is kind of like, I don't know, it's part leasing conversation, part cost of ownership conversation. For yep. instance, leasing a Tesla Model Y is around $425 cheaper per month than leasing a gasoline-powered BMW X4. Uh, similarly, leasing a Kia Niro EV will save about $367 per month. Uh, a compared to the same vehicle, the, the gasoline version. You know, obviously the $7,500 IRA credit at the beginning of a lease reduces the overall cost of the vehicle, reduces the taxes that you pay. So that makes a lot of sense. But even when the tax credit becomes uh, unavailable in the future, leasing an EV is still projected to remain a cost-effective uh, option for overall ownership because, you know, lower fueling, lower maintenance, compared to gas well, and expenses. Currently, at least, and I think we'll see this for the next few years, you're seeing a higher residual on the more majority of those EVs. It's funny because historically, like back in the early two, 2010s, you didn't see high residual values, but the residual no values have crept back up because more people know what to do with EVs. They know that the resale value is there, the battery life is sufficient. And so that residual value plus the, plus the incentive is really, really driving that overall payment uh, that payment gap. And um, I mean, it's a, it's a perfect, I, I keep saying this EVs are the most perfect argument for leasing because you think about it as a software, like a, a software and hardware piece. It's like you need the updated hardware to manage the updated software, just like you would with a phone. Mm. And so we're going to see this like probably quicker average turn of vehicles for trade-ins with uh with evs the more we go and so we're going to see them operate more like phones in our payment plans Ooh, that's good. um and and so it makes complete sense that leasing is the most aggressive and and smartest way to own an ev right now that's right well oh man i don't know thinking of ways to own things speaking of the most popular way to own things oh, that was terrible segway. segway button is tough when we're that out late tough when we're out late guys Can't get hey, it if all. you think malls are dying just think again we've had a couple stories that are that allude to this but it looks like u.s malls are adapting not dying with many seeing actually higher occupancy and crowds than pre-pandemic uh top tier malls saw a 12 percent increase in foot traffic in 2022 compared to 20, 2019 with an average leasing rate so the stores in it above 95 percent. so none of those like gaps in in your walk through the mall um basically it, it the story is e-commerce growth complements a brick and mortar retail omni-channel marketing actually drives mall growth uh because you have this desire to be in multiple places have the opportunity to have experiences alongside uh potentially restaurants or anything like that and and this focus of a mall on being like this is where community happens this is where experience happens this is where luxury shopping environments happen uh are driving um the newest generation gen z to continue and and to go back into malls and gosh paul i see this like amanda and i were driving past last week when we were coming back from vacation we looked over at probably the third largest mall in nashville we were like and that thing is booming on a nice Saturday afternoon wow. in Nashville. Wow. You know? yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the mall. I, I really do. I, I like it. I enjoy the energy, especially over the holidays. But I think 
One of the big takeaways for me is that if we could just rewind back a little bit, um, you know, right before COVID and we were just hearing about this retail apocalypse and it was doom and it was gloom and that as digital's taking over and brick and mortar is dead, what are we gonna do with all this real estate? And guess what? That didn't matter because obviously pricing changed, real estate changed, things regulated, and we found out the actual truth, not the hype, that people like being together. They like community. Yes. They like touching and feeling the things. They also love shopping online and the two can coexist. And I think we have a lot to learn about from that in automotive as we often, it's easy to get into these reactionary modes. We're like, oh my gosh, it's going to be all online. Oh my gosh, it's going to be all EV, right? Just stop it. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. I, I think I'm this story just shows more, us. I'm looking for more re, uh, auto retailers to do whatever drive and the foundation auto group are doing, which is putting uh, discovery and shopping locations right in mall outlets, the yep. leasing spaces small. Yeah. You can do omni-channel retailing because of all the digital resources that are out there. And so why not just like make yourself a little home at the, the most hype mall in one of those 5% that they're really trying to sell out. Got to be smart and about it. Even if you it. did it as a pop-up shop that's, for just a little bit of time. That's how you, you know? have to do it because that's like yeah. $45 a square foot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, for, No, you, you can do it. Well, that's good. Hey, I feel like we've done our part this morning. Don't we've you? done our part. We've <laughs> offered you some good things. <laughs> we've, we've, we've given you our best effort today. Now we know you're going to go out there, give it your best effort so that yeah. collectively we can give consumers our best effort and love people more than we love cars. <laughs>